Ah, hello, and uh, greetings to another moment in time on uh, Fishing Without Bait, where we offer a mindful journey through life without definitive expectations. And we call it Fishing Without Bait. Actually, Mike, what I'd like to uh, hear are some comments from our listeners as to what their concept of Fishing Without Bait, what it, what it means to them. So let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, when I first developed the concept of fishing without bait, tell me what your initial thoughts were. My initial thoughts were, well, that's a goofy concept. That's interesting. No, no fishing. Bad. You leave the bait at home. You know, it, 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 at first, at first look at it, it looks like you missed a part of the puzzle there when it, when it comes to fishing. But, but when more retrospect, it's like, no, no, we're, we're concentrating on what's truly the important part of this. Right. So what we're doing is expanding horizons, paying attention on purpose to what's right in front of us and what is right around us. What is right in front of us and what is right around us. Right. It, sometimes we're so focused on the fish that we miss the, we miss the birds flying across the sky. Right. Do we not? Uh, Mike, last week, uh, before we begin, I'd like to ask you where you're at, Mike. Where I am right here, right now, in this studio with my friend Jim doing a podcast. And as we have developed that concept, Mike, tell me, I'd like to for you to share with our listeners what it means to you. Being right here and it being right now. Uh, to me, it, it means I'm I'm here. I'm working. I'm having a conversation with you, and everything else is outside my head. And this is when life's happening. Uh, yes, right now we're 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 concentrating on having a good podcast, having a good discussion to relate to you people out there. And I'm not worried about when this is going up, how long it's going to be when it goes up, or anything like that. We're just having the conversation. So what? we're attempting to do is not get in the time traveling machine. Exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. Well, as you remember, Mike, uh, last week, what we talked about was our topic was mindfully breaking out of your comfort zone. And we, uh, we shared, we spoke quite a bit about the comfort zone. Right. Being something that uh, you carry with you often like a suit of armor. The biggest thing was the, the, the box and the balloon. That's what stuck in my head from last week is the box and the balloon. So please look back if you didn't listen to that episode. So tell, share with us, share with them if they're just tuning in for the first time about the box and the balloon. All right. So, so, so I, and for me, I relate this to the studio I've talked about. This is my comfort zone and I'm doing some projects where we're getting out of the studio. We're doing some stuff, some other places and I hope to expand this, the box, my studio, you know, is, is okay. There's my comfort zone. And then I'm a balloon and I'm expanding with all this knowledge. I'm doing work with you and I'm doing work with these shows and my balloon is expanding, but I'm hitting the walls down here. I'm hitting the walls. I'm hitting these these walls over here, these studio walls, and I need to get out of here and uh, and and let myself get outside of that box that is the studio. Is that is that that's not you know the box? You know we're visualizing the box here. So what we're doing is confining and limiting your potential. Exactly. Exactly. And the first thing the mindfulness journey takes us on is being aware, aware that be, we're being limited aware that being we're being limited and and again that's what mindfulness is about is about paying attention on purpose right uh, we also talked a little bit about uh that the comfort zone is often self-constructed and sometimes it keeps us in situations that although comfortable and familiar may not be as productive and beneficial if we stepped outside the box we talked a bit about uh, the comfort about comparing our minds to be like an animal in a zoo. And what did we talk about? Can you uh, 
Can you refresh the listeners? Right, we memory? talked about you know the lion pacing because the 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 lion is well taken care of, well fed, but that's not its instinct. It needs to get out and grow and 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 discover and 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 hunt because that's what it's made to do. And uh, we're not we're not meant to just sit here and do whatever is in this box. We're meant to grow and expand. Our, our minds are made that way to, to grow and expand and learn new things. And, and, and if you're, you're stuck in that box and you're not discovering new relationships, you let that fear hold you down in that box, then you're not growing. And as we discussed, uh, what keeps us in our comfort zone? 99% of it, it's fear. The big F word. 99% of it, it's fear. Yeah. And as we discussed before, uh, from the 12-step world, fear is a corroding thread that goes through about every moment in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, and, and we and we talked about what courage is, the ability to deal with fear. However, sometimes what do we need to what do we need to do to step out of that comfort zone? What do we need to do with fear? Sometimes, Mike, what we need is desperation. Right? Are all emotions bad or wrong? No, no. It's, it's really kind of what how we respond to them. Right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and can desperation be a gift, Mike? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So could you share with any of the times where you've been desperate enough to make a, a bold move? Oh, geez. Uh, well, I, I think I can relate to this. And um, I, I think many people can relate. The, the, the common example I see are the people that, again, we talk about getting stuck in a job, right? Yes. And, and, and many the desperation of losing a job and and having to being made to get out of your comfort zone is sometimes the greatest gift somebody gets because they say if that didn't happen i would have been stuck there and i wouldn't have grown into that next thing absolutely and uh, as we discuss uh, often mindfulness was not invented by the buddha no no or the Jesus. It was it was here long before then. And this is what year, Mike? What year is it? 2015. 2015. Tw- how you want to say 2015. It. Well, in 1908, Mike, uh, there were two gentlemen by the name of Robert Yerkes and John Dotson who uh, discussed something called optimal anxiety. Hmm. Optimal anxiety. It's a point where anxiety and desperation become a driving force to push outside of the comfort zone. Not to be reckless or, let's say, stupid about what we do, okay? But finding that area of optimal anxiety when we are desperate enough and anxious enough to move. So when someone's anxious, is that always is that always a bad thing? I just want to say, like, anxiety is such a bad connotation to it. That That's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, but I guess it's, it's, it's kind of that anxiety becomes a motivation, right? So, it can so, be. So it's come at that point. It becomes a force for good. And what is anxiety? But but just kind of, uh, I want to say, bottled up fear. Yes. You know, to that point, it's uh, worry. Yeah, worry it is fear. worry and it is fear. And 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 I think you know, uh, this is kind of a deeper thing. But but we used to uh, anxiety was a thing that kept us uh, uh, running from the lion that's not in the cage back in the day, right? Yes. And now. Our fear is more uh, community-based, socially-based. It's being mindfully aware of your anxiety right. and desperation. Being right. mindfully right. aware. As what do most of us do with anxiety? What? How do we try to mask it? Just turn it inside. 
We turn it inside. We take alcohol, drugs, right. uh, whatever type of uh, whatever defense mechanisms or distractions. Because we're not, we think we're not allowed to let that out, right? Well, we're conditioned. Right. We're, we're right. in our in our society. We're conditioned. Uh, our Western civilization is an individualistic based right. society, where that unless you can solve a problem on your own self-will, then you're viewed as being weak or less than. Right. Absolutely. So when we talk about someone being mindful, perhaps we talk about someone who's not impulsive. Uh, so the idea is how do, we, how do we begin to step outside this, uh, this comfort zone? Uh, you just made a move. You just made a bold move. Mm-hmm. And tell me, tell me some of the driving force behind that. I just realizing I'm bumping my head against uh, that box. Really, it's just like I got to do something. I've been. I feel like uh, uh, this isn't growing the way I want it to. And 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 to have with this move access to uh, greater resources, greater people, uh, having a community. Uh, and and I've been doing things here myself in a box for so long. It's like okay, we need to stretch out a bit more and 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 take the things we're working on to a next level. So you stepped back and you became mindfully aware right. of the box. You take you take a step back and just look at your surroundings and say, okay, why isn't this working the way I want it to work? Why isn't that working the way I want it to work? And say, okay, is this situation over here going to give the ability for those aspects where I'm failing, or you know, not failing, but just not expanding at the rate that I want to? Yes, yes. And so what you did is you, rather than fear the anxiety, fear the, the desperation, uh, you became mindfully aware of it and used it as a driving force. Exactly, exactly. And so what do, so what do we ask to people to do sometimes, Mike? We ask them to, to step out of their own comfort zone. And it, that doesn't have to be anything while to walk down the street in a clown costume. Uh, Although that would be fun. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not against that idea. Yes. Send us videos if you do that. Yes, please do. I'd, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. I graduated from Clown College myself. Oh. Uh, however, doing doing the simple things that a person would would never dream of doing. Let's say going into a restaurant and simply asking for a glass of water, or going into the library and simply asking a librarian for help. Asking them to order a book from another library for you. Many many people don't do that, Mike. Hmm. Call a friend. Call a friend that you haven't talked to in a, in a very long time. Uh, call up and make an appointment, and then call up 20 minutes later and cancel it. Uh, that's that's it's it's not going to hurt anybody, mm -hmm. and that's definitely taking taking something out of your uh, comfort zone. Uh, I would guess that when you go to a particular place each week, that you go on a set route. You you take a a route there that you normally travel. I I, I don't actually. <laughs> okay, good for you. Tell us about <laughs> you that. Tell, tell you. We, okay, so you know I go out to a certain place. Yes. It's about a about an hour drive away from here, and I have about three ways. Uh, the majority of it mm -hmm. is one path, right? I mean, one giant stretch of road. But that 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 last little bit is where it gets tricky. And I have about three different ways I can go, and it's just like. Do I want lights to really, you know, it's kind of that decision. Do I want these lights to, to determine how long it takes for me to get there? Or do I want me and, and, and negotiating these back rows to determine how long it takes me to get there? It's just kind of on my feeling, you know, and that's gone through, you know, ah, this is tough. What happens if we take a right here? 
GPS helps. Don't get me wrong. I still got GPS as a backup, but <laughs> it's kind of enabling me in that expansion. But uh, but no, I, and, and I think it's one of the great things about uh, uh, Pittsburgh Roads is there is no one way to get someplace. Oh, you know? sure. And 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 it's not always the wrong way unless there's construction and traffic. Then then it can be very very wrong. <laughs> so the the traveling the one way to let's say the grocery store right. or to visit a friend it's just all all it is is a metaphor for uh, your life right. that we do the same thing when when we become uh human doings rather than human beings becoming mindfully unaware mm-hmm. and it's fun to say hmm let's see if we try things this way this week and see where we go so here's what i'm going to challenge i'm going to challenge everyone out there and i'm going to challenge i'm going to challenge you mike uh the next time you're in an elevator uh i'd like you to strike up a conversation with someone for those listening, I'd like you to strike up a conversation. Just say hello. How are you? What's going on in your world today? Strike up a conversation with a with a with a stranger. You're at, you're attacking my introvert ways. <laughs> I'm asking you to step outside your comfort mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. I'm asking I'm asking you when you go to a cashier to show some per- personal interest in a person, compliment what they have on. If they have a pin or particular item of jewelry, uh, ask them about it. Ask, ask them where they got it. Even if it's not something un, not unfamiliar to you, because I think, uh, like, oh, you have a video game t-shirt on. That's, that's like, oh, I got some place to start with. But you're saying just whatever catches your attention. Stepping out of that, stepping out of that right. comfort zone. When you go to the grocery store the next time, if there's an item that's not there, ask if they have it in the back. Mm-hmm. Or if you, I'm going to challenge everyone out there. If you're, let's say you're in the produce section. Right. Ask if they have fresher lettuce. Ask if they have fresher oranges. Ask. Step out of that. Step out of that comfort zone a bit. Step out of it. Wear your wear your shoes without 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 laces sometime. Or for the, those really adventurous, wear wear two different socks. And see who notices. I don't know if you've noticed, but I do that often <laughs> when I go to work on Monday with you. Well, I appreciate that. So those those are those are just some of the ways that I'm asking uh, people to step outside their comfort zone a little bit. And for those of you who are perhaps be in school, for those of you who are perhaps have been contemplating a career move, a move in a relationship uh, in their life, to harness the anxiety. Harness that desperation and use it Use it as a driving force, Mike. And the whole key to this is to be mindfully aware of emotions. Be mindfully and non-judgmentally aware of where you're at in, in your life. A little self-evaluation uh, mixed with some optimal anxiety and desperation can make, can make a fine stew. And until next time, Mike, uh, I'm hoping everyone continues on their mindfulness journey. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, D.C.